Hi guys, welcome back to my fortune cookie. I'm so happy you guys are here. Um, with this podcast, we just we have fun. We interview some interesting people, read some dad jokes, some pickup lines, and a few fortune cookies mixed in there. And I hope you guys enjoy. Hey guys, welcome back. Today we have a special guest. This is Dave Lowe. You want to say hi? Hi, how are you? Pleasure to be here. We're just going to get to know Dave. First, we're going to start off with rapid fire. So just answer these questions as fast as you can. All right. What's your favorite color? Light blue. Favorite animal? Favorite animal? Grizzly bear. Dream vacation? Tahiti. Tahiti. Best food? I sure love pasta. Pasta. Favorite place you've been? French Polynesia, Bora Bora. Oh my gosh. Well, that was about five questions. They're almost one word answers. And we already know a lot about you. You've been to Bora Bora? I've been to Bora Bora. That's insane. I love it. I love it. It's a place, place in the world that not many people go because it's hard to get there. Actually, you know what? Bora Bora is my, one of my favorite. I do have a new favorite. It's, I'm going to have to correct that answer. Can I correct the yeah, answer? Yeah, go for it. It's Atutaki in the Cook Islands. I think it is the most charming, most beautiful place in the world. There's no dogs. So there's, no, there's no dogs barking at you. It's a little atoll. So it's this little, it's, it's got this ring around the island. So it's beautiful, flat, clear water. And the most beautiful island you can get, you can rent a scooter in about 30 minutes. You can drive around the whole island. Oh my gosh, where is that? Atutaki? In the A, it starts with, uh, you spell A I A I T U, so Atutaki. And it's in the Cook Islands. Cook Islands. Cook Islands. That That sounds amazing. And it's English speaking. Oh, it is? That's even better. And it actually has the rules and regulations and kind of controlled a little bit overseen by New Zealand. So it has kind of that Polynesian feel, but it's safe. It's, um, there's some. It, it, there's a high level of living there. There's good clean water. It's it's and it's the most beautiful place on the earth. When you get married, go on your honeymoon there. Atutaki. Atutaki. That's right. That's it. When did you go to Atutaki? I went about three years ago with my wife. My parents were on a mission in news in Australia, so they flew us out to Australia. On the way home, we were able to do a stopover somewhere. So we did a stopover in the Cook Islands, and there we took a little jumper flight, which is one of the Cook Island, major Cook Islands. We took a jumper flight over to Atutaki, which is about 30 minutes, a little jumper flight, and there we spent three or four days, and it was one of the greatest places that my wife and, ev- and I have ever been. That's amazing. We're going to go back. Yeah. We're going to go back. Yeah, go back. That sounds like fun. Yeah. So tell me about what was life like when you were younger, like sports, school? Well, I really wasn't very good in school. I really wasn't good in sports, but I really wanted to be good in school, and I really wanted to be good in sports. But I was just average. I think I I grew up in a great little family. My mom and dad loved me. They were successful. They were um, contributors to this community. I grew up right here here in Providence. Right here in Providence. I grew up right here in Providence, Utah, and about two miles from the very place we're doing this podcast, and loved it here fell in love with this beautiful place. I, I really believe one of the greatest things to do is to live in Cache Valley and then vacation and see the world. 
People want to go see the world, but just live here. This is a great place. To it is a great place. It's a great place. It's amazing. And then go see the world. Yeah. And then come back. Yeah, that makes sense. Because a lot of times I'm like, oh, man, I want to get out of Cache Valley mm-hmm. so bad. But I'm like, I don't want to live anywhere else. I want to visit places. So get out. Yeah. Go out. Go see what's out there for a week or two. Yeah. Or a month. And then get back. Yeah. And coming back, you know, I think most people that live in this valley... They come over that little hill. And maybe it's the way, wherever, wherever you live, maybe you feel the same way. But you come over that, out of that canyon, drop into the valley, and you just, like, I'm home. Yeah. yeah. I definitely feel the same way. Yeah. Especially when I'm older, too. I'll come back here. Or maybe I'll still be living here, and I'll be like, oh, my gosh. I have so many memories here. There are great memories. It's a great place. One of the greatest places to raise a family, I think, is Cash Valley. That's, yeah. I could see that, too. So, did you have a lot of siblings when you were younger? Five, five sisters. Only sisters? And one brother. That's a lot of siblings. That's a lot of siblings. My brother and I are still best friends. My sisters and I are good friends. We don't contact each other every day or every week, but we're great. We're good, really good friends. But my brother and I are probably, I would consider both of us best friends, which is really unique. Yeah. I, you don't always get that. You don't always get that with siblings. And we got it. And it, it's one of the greatest blessings in my life to be able to call my brother and talk to him about things and counsel with him. And one of the things that helped is he has children my, that are my children's age. And so there's a lot of connectivity there where cousins sleep over and hang out. And, and, yeah. and that, that helps. But. Oh, that definitely helps. Have you guys always been close or was that more as you guys aged? As we've aged, actually, the last 10 years, I think our friendship has really developed. And probably the last 10 years, he moved back. He's a dentist. He lives in Brigham, so not too far from here, where I live, maybe a half an hour. And it's really neat. You know, there's a, we probably contact each other and share ideas and share thoughts maybe every other day, which is a great blessing to be able to have family that connected. You know, I feel it as a great blessing. Not everybody gets that, and but I think everybody can try to work towards it. Yeah. No, that's it's definitely a blessing, but it doesn't come... <clears throat> it, Usually doesn't come naturally, you know. No, it doesn't. Yeah. So you mentioned what school did you go to? I went to Mountain Crest High School. Oh, that's so, yeah. our rivals. In fact, pretty I, much. I moved back when I, when I not say moved back, but I built a house in the very area, hoping that my kids would go to Mountain Crest. But then they split the schools, and and now I'm all in. <laughs> Ridgeline Riverhawk. That's right. Um, announcer. Yeah. You're an announcer. I'm that's an announcer. right. Do you yeah, like doing that? I do. Yeah. Keeps me connected. It's fun. Yeah, it's super entertaining too. Yeah, I hope. And, I, <laughs> and I'm open to any criticism that anybody has about that. I want to just get better and be part of a community and, and help and bless the community. So, um, And you know what? In saying that, I love all the high schools. I love, I cheer for everybody. I love Ridgeline, but I have friends and, and um, people I know and love all over this valley and love all of them and... And I've taught at all of the schools. You Every school? I was at Skyview for nine years. Really? I was at Mount Crest for three years. I taught at Mount Crest for three. I taught at North Cache for a couple of years. I've been at Logan. I was at Logan for five. And now I've been here at Ridgeline for six. Is Ridgeline your favorite? Yes. Ridgeline. You don't have to pick yeah, favorites. <laughs> I've loved them all, but... But I'll tell you, I sure love Ridgeline right now. It's a great place. Yeah, it's pretty fun. That's cool. I didn't know you taught everywhere. I mean, I knew at Mountain Crest and Ridgeline, but 
That's super cool. Um, so when you were high school age, maybe around 16, is there anything you would tell your 16-year-old self? Yeah. In fact, I tell myself, I even remind myself of this. The greatest piece of advice I wish I could go back and, if I could go back and be 16 again. Is that kind of what you're asking? Yeah, exactly. It's this. It's, you know, we, we, in high school, student, you know, youth try to find themselves. They try to become something and, and it's hard. High school's hard. But the thing that I wish I could go back and do is be even more kind. I would try to be kinder to people because that's what people remember. Five years after high school, there's reunions. And in 10 years, and in 20 years, and in the 30-year reunion, I, and 40 years, and I guess there's a 50. But I really believe if I was to go back, I would be kinder and nicer and reach out to more people. Reach I would out? Reach, just reach just out. Just be a big friend? Be a big friend to more people. You know, sometimes you just want to collect your friends, and these are my friends. I wish I would have been able to extend and reach more. I, yeah. And I try to teach my own children that. I try to teach that. I try to do it now. I try to inspire other youth to, to understand that, that it's, that if you, there's so many people in high school. There is. There's that are so struggling, many. And that are struggling. Yeah. That need a friend. That need exactly. somebody to reach out. I wish I would have been more of that. Hopefully I was that to somebody, but I, I think that's one of the great truths, or one of the great eternal truths that if we're kind to people we'll find ourselves we'll figure out who we are as we're kind to others and as we help others and that's a great way and then you set a good example and it's a little ripple effect you know oh one you know you always hear the phrase can one person really change the world well i don't know if they can change the world but they can change a high school yeah. one youth could change can change a high school yeah think about that guys and you start with your friends you start with your neighbors you start with the people with the people that are in your classrooms the people that you can see at lunch and i believe that one student can really change an entire high school which by implication can change generations yeah uh, generations and generations of people through blessing those that are there at the high school i like that i think that's perfect something else so since we're talking about being nice and stuff um, and just being a good friend, you don't have to fake like being nice to people. No. You can just be a friend. Um, what is one of the best compliments you've ever received and why did it mean a lot? One of the best compliments I've ever received. Um, you know, I don't even know if it's a compliment, but I remember when I was a freshman, I ran into a senior, speaking of this influence that we can have, and I said something to this senior. I was asking him a question, and, he, and then I said thank you to him. And the senior said back to me, don't worry about it, Dave. I couldn't believe that this senior was actually being so nice to me. It's really weird, huh? But, I, but somehow that nice gesture, that nice comment, I've been able to hold on to for, for you know, 30, 40 years. Ooh. I remember standing at the top of a stairwell in high, at Mount Crest High School, and this senior, no, junior, a couple years older, he turned around and he said, hi, Dave, and he began to talk to me, and still to this day, when I see this, this uh, friend of mine, a friend of mine now, I still remember how nice he was in high school, just by saying, hello, Dave, how are you? So, I don't know if those are exactly compliments, but I think they're, they're no, interactions they that have changed yeah. me, just interactions that have changed my life and how I want to treat people. Yeah, and you're still holding on to that, and that was... A while ago and it 
it really is almost a rippled effect. It absolutely, it is. Because then you see that and you're like, oh, I want to be that person. And, so and I want to teach like... my kids to be that. And I want, uh, yeah, exactly. We just don't know how powerful we are. We're just, we really are powerful. Yeah. And you are one of the most powerful Me? Thank you. students that have, that's ever walked the halls of Ridgeline. You're so nice. I believe it. I really, really? believe that. I really believe that. Thanks, Dave. It's so nice. That means a lot. Now I'm going to go spread the happiness. <laughs> yeah, you you have, you have so much to offer this school. Oh, thanks. That was really nice. So it meant a lot to you when your buddy said that because now you're like like an upperclassman knew your name and like he was interacting with That's you. That's it. That's all it was. That's all it took. Yeah. That's all it took. It didn't take anything more than that, which is a low-cost simple hello that's all yeah, it was that's all it was that's all it was i remember a same a similar feeling happened where it was i was playing tennis a season or two ago and the senior turned around and she's like started talking to me and she knew my name like there it is she, there it is yeah she talked to me like with my name and i was like wait she actually knows my name there it is yeah. So maybe back to that. Changed yeah. your life. Ch changed. Yeah. At least my freshman experience. Because yes, I was right. like, That's right. dang. Which, which again teaches uh, upperclassmen can have a tremendous influence on underclassmen. Yeah. But they don't know 100%. that. 100%. Yeah. You would never even think that. That's, it's funny because I feel like I've been getting invited to stuff lately just because I'm older than my friends. Because I'm a sophomore and they're like mm -hmm. a freshman. <laughs> I've been getting invited. I'm like... When my brother comes to high school, my younger brother, I'll be a junior, and he'll be a freshman, and I'll look super cool all of a sudden. You already are cool. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh, that's so fun. Yeah, high school is pretty fun. It is tough, though, like, especially for some people. It can be tough. It's, it's tough. Well, but, you know, here's the other thing. A lot of students want to get out of high school. They want to get out of high school and begin life. But high school has some great things about it. Sometimes we mm -hmm. want to get out of it too fast. There's not a ton of stress, even though we think there is, but there's yeah. not a ton. Most of the stress is actually made up, like, when I think about it. Yeah. It's, like, I was stressing for a test that I had in third hour today, and I was like... Right. It was a 20-question test. Right. It was, like, the shortest chapter we've done this try, and I was like, why am I freaking out about no this? No house payment. Yeah. No... You don't have to support anybody financially. You just wake up and come to school, do your homework, yeah. and be nice to people. And that's a pretty good life. It's so simple. Like So simple. I thought middle school was hard. And I'm like, I just went there, pretty much walked around and went to classes. And then I came home and went to bed at like 7.30. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. That's right. High school special. Um, special time. I, I hope people don't wish it away. It's it's such a such a remarkable chance to just enjoy something that when it's when it's over, it's over, you can't repeat high school. No, you can't. Once it's over, it's over. And then work and the challenges of life really begin. High school is such a wonderful place to be, and a wonderful place to bless people. You get to come here, and there's fifteen hundred people or twelve hundred, however many are at the school. What an opportunity to just bless. Think, who can I bless today? I mean, if students came into that door with that in mind, who can I bless? Who can I say hi to? Who can I make their day? You wouldn't want high school to ever end. It's yeah. just this unlimited opportunity to bless. Exactly. I love how it's unlimited because there really are so many people. And even if you bless all of those people, you can bless them in so many more ways than just one. Right. Like if you're like, oh, I said hi to them yesterday. Or like, 
that's I, whatever, right. you that's know? That's right. What a great perspective. That's yeah. great perspective. I think, yeah. High school, definitely, you can only do it once, and it, yeah, it is once. special. Like, there's something special about it. Once you get out, it's, <laughs> you're in the real world. That's right. You're right. Yeah. That's exactly right. Yeah, so is there something that makes you feel inspired or like your best self? Um, what inspires me? Yeah, what inspires you? I think the thing that inspires me the most, and this is going to sound crazy, but it really, one of my favorite things to do is, if I could do it, it would be like it'd be a maitre d' at a, at a restaurant. But here I get to do it. In other words, just shake hands and see people. Just interact with people. Yeah. In the hallways. I think I'd be a great principal. Just walk around the hallways. I think you and just, would, and too. Just, and just interact with yeah. students. I mean, you already and, do that up here. Yeah, I love it. I, what inspires me? It's other human beings that inspire me. You, for example. Me? You. Thank you. I, I'm serious. I, I sometimes wake up in the morning and think, I can't wait to see some of these incredible students at the high school that inspire me by what they do and their, their goals and their, their desires and their love for life. And I sometimes walk home or drive home and I think, I'm pretty lucky. I'm pretty blessed to be able to come and associate with such incredible and remarkable young people. It, it's, it's, that's what inspires me. It's really, and I think it makes me my best self. It makes me want to be better. Makes you want to be better. My career working with the youth makes me want to be better and inspires me. Inspires you. It really does. That's amazing. And I hope people can see that. I just love it. I really do love it. Does it inspire you in the way, like, I want to be, like, I want to have the same drive that they do? Sometimes. Well, for example, I want to start a podcast. You should. You have inspired me to want a podcast. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, absolutely. I look at these athletes. I look at these people that are in the, in the band and their ability to play musical instruments and, and the dedication of those that are performing in the performing arts and... And the scholarship that I see here, and even the just the the humanity and the goodness of these students, I want it all. I want that those <laughs> your gifts to be part of me. And even though I don't think I'm gifted to do all those things, I think I oh, can I at think least. You are. I think I can at least enjoy. I can enjoy and appreciate what I see all around me. And every day I get to wake up and be part of that. That's amazing. I like how you, how it went back to people and like being inspired by them people it's what we're on this earth to interact and, and be blessed by people and to bless i mean this is the world we live in it's the world i live in and i love it and and it's limitless i mean some people go after books or movies i just want to get i just want to connect with people yeah i love it you kind of have that extroverted personality would you say yeah maybe so <laughs> maybe too much maybe too much. maybe too much i feel the same way about my, me my sometimes. wife's always like we really have to leave this activity. I'm like, hold on. Time to go. Hold on, there's people here. That's, that's right. That's You're right. like, I haven't shaken everybody's hand that's yet. Right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. It's pretty fun. I don't know. I bet you could, you could probably be a pretty good principal, right? Like well, every know. morning you could like say your, one of your dad jokes. There you go. There I you like go. it. I like it. <laughs> you know, I don't know if I could, but maybe. And, and I, I love the high school. I, I think maybe if I didn't teach seminary, I'd maybe be over at the high school doing something, but Maybe I'd be a coach. A coach? Like Maybe. basketball? I'd love, to teach. I'd love to coach basketball one day. But I do love this, what I do here in religious education. I think it's the best of every world. You know? It really is. There's, it really is. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, I think that's great. 
So I'm so people make you inspired, but in a way, how would you inspire other people? What would you put on a billboard? If you what would put I anything put on, on a there? billboard? Yep. If I could put a billboard. Um, I think if I had to reduce it down to a billboard, uh, I think it might be something like this. Lo- something along the lines of just get to know people and you will love them. I believe that statement, by the way. If you get to know somebody, you end up loving them. Get to know people. Spend your life, spend your life getting to know, getting to know people and they will be blessed by you and you'll be blessed by them. Like I really think that's what I'm trying to do in my own life is yeah, connect with people. And so my own children, I'm like, you didn't go talk to that person? Like, <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean you didn't talk to them? And I'm always trying to get my own children to, no, you got to go talk to them. You got to go. You got to get out there. Get out there. You got to, yeah. yeah, I want them to appreciate. You know, C.S. Lewis said, out of all the God's greatest creations, maybe he didn't say this, but somebody said it. I think he did say it, <laughs> that we sit by people and we think they're just, just mere mortals, just they're normal just there. people. But they're, think about who they really are. Yeah. We're not, I mean, travel the world over. The greatest creations of God are sitting right next to us in our classrooms. Yeah. Go visit 100%. every cool thing in the world. But the greatest, most miraculous thing that there is on this earth is the people that are in the room that you're in and the people sitting by you in the desks and the people you drive by. That's the, I mean, the greatest creations are right in front of us. That was a great point. I love that. And I love how you put it on a billboard. How did you phrase it? You said... Yeah, how, did I, how did I phrase that? How, you said, get to know people and you'll Spend love them. Spend your life getting to know people. Spend your life getting to know people. And you will love them. And you will love them. Something I like that. I think that'd fit on a billboard pretty maybe well. Maybe it would. Maybe it would. Yeah. I believe it, though. I, I don't know anybody, really, that I don't love. It's the people yeah. that we don't really know that well, that we criticize or we judge. Exactly. Or we, but as soon as we get to know them, we're like, oh. Our heart softens and we just love them. We yeah. just love them. 100%. There's a few kids in my class or like have been in my class or I've just met where I'm like, oh, why would they say something like that? You know? Or, or why do they act like that? Yeah, why, exactly. Mm-hmm. But, and then you get to know them and you're like. Yes. That, yes. I love their personality. Yes. Yes. 100%. And I'm like, people probably feel the same way about me. And me. Right? And me. Yeah. If you, don't love, if you don't like me, get to know me. And I think you will at least like me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At least. Yeah. I would fit on a billboard. If I was driving, stuck in traffic, I'd be like, oh, there's so many people on the road. I'd look up at that billboard. There you go. Change your life. Change my life. You already do this. These, listen, these are all things that you already do. This is, this is something you're already doing. You're so nice. It's, it's making true. my day. It's true. Really? You are already doing these things. Thanks. That's my goal. That's my goal. To I meet people and to be happy overall. You are. <laughs> if that's your goal, check it off. You're, you're doing it. Check you're it. doing it. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Meeting people. I honestly, I think meeting people is harder than connecting with people. I don't know if that makes yeah. sense. Because yeah. there was this one time I was in this car ride and I was with one of my best friends. And then this new kid joined us. So it was like the three of us plus like an adult driving, you know. And we were going up to Oneida Falls with like her young women's group or young women's young men's. And we connected so well with that person, even though he lives in Texas and we wouldn't have met him otherwise. He just came up to visit his aunt or something, came with us, and we're like still best friends and we still talk. The, the key is, I think you said it in this, in, what you, in the narrative that you're talking about, 
if we're curious about others, we want to know what they think and what they know and what they love and what they, we just, if we're genuinely curious about others, I think this is where it all happens. The magic happens, the connection happens, the getting to know happens. It just, this being curious, like I don't, teach me about you. What do you, tell me about yourself. I'm curious about why you like that or why you think that way. I'm just curious. I'm not going to judge you. I'm just curious. Yeah. That curiosity is what creates the magic yeah, and the connection. Exactly. And, the, and, and eventually the deep friendships. 100%. And it's kind of like a saying, I don't know, I don't know if it's like, I don't know, it says curiosity killed the cat. Yes. But I'm like, I feel like it's the opposite sometimes. Meet new people, just start yeah, talking. That's right. It's just, you know, I've, always, I've often thought if a student walked, if a student walked down the hallway and just said hi and waved at people and just said hi, hi, even if you don't know them, it would change them. It would, it would change everything. There was just, a lot of times people walk by each other, they don't even look up. They don't even, they don't even acknowledge each yeah, other. They try to look. They don't they even try, avoid eye contact. It's the number one rule. It doesn't, it doesn't even work. If people like, I met someone the other day, she was super nice. Um, I don't even know if we exchanged names, but we just walked by and she's like, oh, I like your shoes. I was like, oh, thanks, your hair's so pretty. That's all it takes. That is all it takes. I still remember it. That's all it takes. I'm telling you, if people are wondering how to make new friends or how to be happy, that's all it takes. A simple compliment and a simple hello. That's it. Yeah, even just a smile. Your hair looks nice today. How are you? Yeah. Hey, what's your name? I don't don't think we've met. My name's so-and-so. Oh, hi. That's all it takes. It's so simple. It is. And some people... I don't think they realize how simple it actually is. Because, I mean, we're always with people, school, driving, like you said, grocery store runs, sure. gym, sports, wherever you go, whatever you do, there's always someone you can make their day better. There are every, people are everywhere. The Lord has made it so there are opportunities everywhere. everywhere. Hundreds. <laughs> I, I bet if you counted up, how many opportunities, how many people would a, does an average student have a chance to interact with in the course of a day? I would s- <sighs> how many would you say? I would say, I would say hundreds. It's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds. Hundreds for sure, because in just one class alone. One class alone. It's 30 kids. Boom. You walk in, instead of saying, where am I going to sit? You walk into that classroom and you think, who can I bless? Who can I help? Whose day can I make today? And maybe it's only one, but, but I just think a quick, how you doing just saying hi there's so much good that's left undone and so much good. Again, back to what I said before, one student can change the entire school and at least change eternally somebody's life that needs it at that day. You know? and, and when I say students can do that, you've already got it in you. You are one Thank of those students. You. Stu- you, you really so are. Nice. You really are one of these students that could can and is already doing this. You're already doing it. This is, this, is, this is not a lesson. This is something you're already doing. Thank you. So. You sparked a little ripple. I'm going to go make someone else's day. <laughs> no, exactly what you were saying. Someone was telling me this the other day. Um, I think she was mentioned it in her talk. And she was saying, so she like hopped on this bus, you know, when she was younger. She's, she's older now, but she was in middle school, I think, hopped on the bus to go home. There was this girl that, like, kind of gets bullied. She didn't really have a lot of friends, you know. Mm-hmm. She didn't have, like, the nice new clothes that everyone else had. Um, but anyway, she was sitting on the bus, and then the girl who was telling the story walks in, 
sits down. They didn't even know each other. And then the girl that was already on the bus, the shy girl, started getting picked on by, like, these guys and these girls that were more of, like, the well-known, popular crowd, Mm -hmm. you know. And the girl that walked on the bus was, like, she stood up and she said, hey, knock it off, leave her alone. Something like that. Love it. Um, The girl who stood up for her sat back down, you know, didn't think much of it. And then the bullies, like, left her alone, left him alone. And then it was, some, it was like, 30 years later, hmm. she gets um, a notification, so-and-so wanted to be your Facebook friend. And she gets a message, and it says, Hi, remember me? We were friends in middle school. And it was the same girl that she stood up for. We just don't know, do we? We just don't know how much good we can do. Yeah. And we never know how much someone needs that friendship. It might look like they don't need it. Like, they're always surrounded by people or smiling, but they might need it more than you think. Absolutely. Absolutely. 100%. I think it's a great idea. We can change. At least we can just change Ridgeline. Yeah. One school at a time. <laughs> change change the, your first hour. Yeah. Then, then work on your second hour. But there's hundreds of opportunities. And when, as soon as you get enough youth doing this, the whole culture of the school changes. I like that. I think that's great. Well, I'm so glad we could interview you today. Oh, it's an honor. It's this an honor a, for us. My, my us. One of my greatest honors. I'm telling you. I'm like, wow, somebody actually values what I have to say, which is pretty oh, amazing. 100%. Pretty amazing. So Your thank class you. is my favorite class. Thank you. Well, you're amazing. So, Thanks for thank you. having me on. And hopefully... Somebody will listen to this, and hopefully somebody will be inspired by what you're doing. And what you said. There we go. Mostly what you're doing. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> it's you're a two-way street. Two <laughs> but yeah, I, hopefully it'll bless somebody's life. I really do. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. And anything you'd like to say before we close up? If you don't know this girl, get to know her, because she's amazing. <laughs> and she's going to change. She, you're going to watch. I'm going to make a prediction right here. This girl's going to change the world. Thank you. <laughs> change the world right here. Oh, that made my day. Thanks for letting us interview you. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you.